0: Uh, excited about the new week. Uh, looking forward to the matchup with uh, Baylor. Uh, a lot of connections with our staff and their staff, obviously, uh, recently losing um, Jeff Grimes and Eric Mattales to Baylor. Uh, excited to see them. Uh, they're guys that we still care about and love. Um, Want to see them have success except for this week. But uh, been fun to watch them and their, their the program have the success that they're having right now. and. Uh, you know, I respect Dave Aranda a lot. Have, I've known him throughout my coaching career, seen him, and been in, involved with, with uh, talking ball with him, and um, we've been able to share a lot of ideas and philosophies and in coaching. and um, Excited to see him as head coach, and excited to see uh, you know the matchup that we have with, with uh, an opponent that we're going into this conference. and So, yeah, I'm looking forward to being out in Waco and seeing their fan base and having a lot of fun. Obviously, we're coming off of, a lo- off of a loss over the weekend, and um, you know there's some things that we are looking to improve and get better, and the loss things enough that uh, if, we, if we don't learn from it, it's going to be even worse. And so trying to learn from some of the mistakes and get better and um, love what our players' energy and the effort that they show us, and just got to keep things focused and try to minimize the mistakes and give us a better position to have have wins, and, and uh, last week was disappointing. But we're going to learn from it and get better from it. So any questions you guys may have?
1: Okay, we'll start with Jared Lloyd and then Mitch Harper. Bonnie, you just touched on this, but I was curious, in watching the film and going over the last week's game, what did you feel like uh, you needed to improve on? It Was, was it mental mistakes? Was it was it technique? What, what needs to happen to, to keep that from happening?
0: I think a, a lot of it. I mean, everywhere, you know. So there's a, um, not to take anything away from Boise State, but we didn't help ourselves much either. So um, I think the most visible ones are the, the turnovers. But if you're looking at, at assignments and, and uh, technique and the fundamentals, the breakdown in that, I mean, that's that's something that that I need to correct as head coach. And um, you know, our, uh, I thought we've done a pretty good job at most of it. Um, had some. Uh, some issues uh, with technique and, and we'll get those fixed. And, and uh, you know we just need to get our guys back on track and uh, it's, it's humbling and, and it's a good opportunity for us to focus a little bit more. This is good for us to focus completely on this week and uh, get ready for Baylor. That's that's, that's going to be the key, learning from the mistakes and making sure that this, that stuff doesn't happen again.
1: The other thing I was curious about, um, A-Rod mentioned it during the coordinator's corner show, but the challenge of facing Grimey because he knows so well what the offense does and what type of play calls you might run and things like that. Talk about uh, dealing with that particular challenge of uh, facing Grimey and Eric again.
0: Well, I think the the most important thing is for us to focus on the situation, the the, the issues, the mistakes that we made uh, as a team and, and as position play, uh, groups and as uh, individual players. That's going to be the first focus is for us to learn from it. The, the second thing is to scout our opponents and know, um, what we see on film and, and I've been really uh, impressed with the things I'm seeing from what what Grimes done there. and I mean is a good coach and uh, it's, uh, you know we've we've been uh, very fortunate to have him here for 3 years and to have Mattels here for a couple of years as well. So uh, they're going to be great coaches. They're just like they're doing already. They they have an impact, impact on their team already in their program um, just like they did here. And so I think they're just we're just familiar with each other. They know our 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 personnel um they know our our scheme and but that's just that's college football that that's that happens and um we're just gonna have to prepare but i'm really more focused on what we need to do uh as a team focus on our our, our issues first um and then we know that there's some uh, you know we know that they know a little bit about our program and our personnel but that's all right that doesn't really mean anything if we don't fix the problems that happened from last saturday
1: Belani, um Kayla christensen isn't listed on the depth chart is his injury season ending
0: no it's not season ending it's just a little bit longer to, to come back from and so if we know that they're out for the week then, the, then they won't be listed that week so um we know he won't be ready for this week game this week's game and so we're hoping to get him back I'm hoping next week but more likely in a couple of weeks so if that's been I don't know I'm not a doctor or anything but that I would like to have him back yesterday, but, you know, we're, we're, we're uh, working with it and trying to get healthy, and um, I, I think more than likely probably in a couple of weeks would be be the right timing for him.
1: And one of Baylor's top defensive players is, is Siaki Ika. I remember you and your staff for the first program to offer him back in 2016 when he was a young kid. What did you see in him back then and maybe the relationships that, that you've had with him and his family over the years?
0: Yeah, great family, um, a great young man, and it just – we've known him for a long time I've known his family forever you know since i was little so uh and you know he went to lsu and and um did some really good things there won a championship with them and and let the transfer and, and i think he really connected with with dave aranda who was a dc there um and so I, I think he's doing some really good things on film he's disruptive he's big he's physical and he can run and and he's a he's a fun kid man he's a he's a he's a great young man to be around and, and I know he's a big part of their their what their their the success they're having on defense. He's a big part of it because it's hard to block him. Uh, so he he's a disruptor at the line of scrimmage and has a great attitude and a great personality. That I think he's fitting right right perfectly with with uh, the rest of the players at Baylor.
1: Okay, we'll next take questions from Caleb and then Stephen with AP and then Jay Drew. Hey, Coach, you know, you mentioned that this game against Baylor is kind of a, a preview of what you're getting into at the Big 12. Um, what have you kind of noticed from film or just interacting with Baylor and other Big 12 schools, uh, particularly in Texas? Like, what makes them unique? Maybe what's a little bit different about going in there?
0: Well, I think um, – I don't, I don't know. If you're looking at the, the entire conference, their offense their, – their offenses have a lot of success, you know. But I think if you look at what Baylor's doing, they're, they're playing a really good defense as well, so – um, they make things really difficult uh, for an offense to have success and to, to make big plays. And then offensively, they're really efficient. The quarterback um, takes care of the football, hasn't thrown in an interception all year. Um, and, and then they have a good group of running backs and some great skill players at, at receiver. And then I know their O-line's being coached well because Grimey and Mattel's are there. So I know that they're they're gonna do their part. And It's a tough team, it's a tough matchup. We're going on the road and. And going to be in, in in Waco, we're excited for the for the the venue to be there. It's going, I think our guys are going to embrace it and have fun with it. A little bit of weather change too, so um, you know, just looking forward to getting into Texas and playing some football there. And, and uh, it's just nice to be in a different region of the country and looking um, looking forward to the matchup. But but tons of respect for that that team and that program and the university, and really looking forward to our partnership with the Big Twelve. Uh, in the future, and, and, and glad that we get to have a, you know, like a, um, an earlier version of it this week.
1: Well, Caleb asked a little bit about what I was going to ask you. I'm calling from
0: Texas. I mean, this is an unusual uh, mid-October non-conference game for Baylor, and it took on a little more, obviously, with your teams um, coming into the Big 12. Is there anything about maybe a first impression you guys want to make for people in Texas in the Big 12 that are, may not see
1: BYU play a whole lot, even though you all are on a national stage?
0: I don't know. There's if I'm really worried about trying to make an impression. I'm just trying to make sure our guys are playing fundamentally sound football. You know, we, we uh, we're a much better team when we when we can uh, limit our mistakes and um, not shoot our, shoot ourselves in the foot, uh, uh, as some people say it, but. Um, we're going to come in there. We're excited to play the game. We're really looking forward to the matchup, and uh, you know, we, I think we, we bring a, a, a unique brand of football. And, but uh, you know, we're going to have a lot of fun playing with sportsmanship and class, and embracing the opportunity to be in there in, in front of that fan base. And um, we have a lot of friends that are on on the, that coaching staff, so it's 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 going to be a fun fun uh, fun day. And I think for our guys, they're looking forward to the change in in, in scenery a little bit, and. And um, we're, we're going to have some fun with it, man. I, I know there be some different food to, to try out, too, so I'm always about that. So our guys are, are going to embrace every opportunity we can of being out in Texas and being in that, that, that culture that Waco provides. Well, there's some good food places in Waco. I found quite a few of them myself over the years. Um, but, and I'll just ask this, I mean, because of the, I mean, this is always a good game. You're going to have good games in the schedule. Did this game take on a little more, though, because of the personal connections and the Big 12? Or do you just kind of have to look at it as,
1: this is our next game, we're trying to come off a loss and get back on track?
0: Well, professionally, you you want to look at it as the next game. I mean, honestly, that's what you want to do. You want to just move on and, and then just play the game and, and, and treat it as such. But hard to do when when when, uh, when, when you love the individuals that are there, that, that you became really close friends and, and um, brothers with. For us, with 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 Jeff Grimes, with Eric Mateos, we became really close. So, so, I care about them. I know our coaches and our players do. And so, it's going to be different that way. But um, we want to win, you know. So I think I know they do too. We're very competitive, but it's going to be a lot of fun to to go against people that you really care about. And it's been fun watching them having their success uh, this this season. Uh, we we knew this was on the on the on the uh, schedule and. And more than anything, just looking to, to having a really good time and, and being able to share that field with with that coaching staff, the fan base, and being out there and, and, and you know future partner in Baylor in the Big 12 Conference. So uh, just, just more than anything, just, just really uh, excited about the opportunity to play this game.
1: All right. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Lonnie, well, at the uh, halfway point of the season, you know, season's half over, unbelievably. But uh, what is your level of satisfaction with your program and with your team, uh, I know it's hard, maybe coming off a loss, to to keep in mind the whole big picture of things. But what what's your level of satisfaction with where the program's at right now?
0: I'm I'm really pleased with the talent that we have on our team and the development of our players. We've we've been really um, tested with our depth because of injury. Uh, it happens uh, this season. It's, it's it's you know more than we were we want to be comfortable with, but. We knew this was a possibility, and so uh, I'm really, um, I, I from from that point of view, Jay, I, I'm I'm happy with the way our guys are, are performing, how they they prepare. Um, and, you know, coming off a loss is always difficult, but uh, this is an opportunity for us to learn and get better. And uh, what you don't want to do is have a win when you win a game um, affect how you prepare the next week. Um, I think. You know, you guys in the media like to talk about that as a, as a the, the letdown or trap game, things like that. And so I thought we've been, been able to take advantage of winning games, but trying to learn and get better and, and improve the next week. Um, and now when you lose games, we want to make sure that that doesn't carry over into this feeling of, of, of you know, feeling sorry for ourselves and things like that. We, we've got to move on. And, and the best way to move on is to get to work. And so our approach... After we win games, to get to work, and our approach after we lose games to get to get, work, get to work. And uh, but I'm really proud of the way our guys come to come to work every day, and their their mindset, and looking forward to, to improving from last week. There's a lot of places that we can definitely learn and, and get better from. And and uh, with, with the way these guys have been all season, uh, I'm I'm really anxious and excited to see how they're going to approach this week, and I have a really good feeling about it.
1: Okay, let's go, uh, Jake Catch, and then we have time for one more question after that with Mitch Harper. Kalani, obviously last week did not go as you guys planned. Do you consider a little bit of a wake up call to your guys? Hey, you guys know how you need to play to win games?
0: Yeah, I think that happens naturally, you know, and and, um, I think uh, humility is a good thing, you know, it's the best teacher. And so. And that's for all of us. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that we can learn from. I can, too, as a head coach. And so uh, none of us are, are immune from mistakes. And so some of them happen, and, and then it, it's really just a matter of how you respond to it. And so, you know, things have been going really smoothly for us, and we were able to win the first five games. Um, you know, even even with some, some, some situational some issues and mistakes, we just made too many against a really good team that were, were driven to beat us and um you know and, and we we g- because our players effort and fight gave us a chance towards the end even with all the mistakes that we made a chance to still try to get that win um let's let's just not put ourselves in that position again and sometimes the hardest the the, the best teachers experience and and uh, you, you never want to lose but um but when we do and we we f- we fail i am going to make sure that as a as a a coach, and as a program, that we learn from it, and make sure that we can maximize our opportunities to get better.
1: Just a quick thought from you on how you thought Jaron performed, having rewatched the film from the Boise State game.
0: Yeah, I thought he. I thought he made some good decisions. I mean, that last throw, I think he was just trying to create uh, too much, and um, you know, I, I looking at it, he protected the ball all up until that one moment, and um, I still believe in him. I, I know that. Uh, you know, we'll kind of have to see how, how it works again and, and how, what our game plan will be this week. But, um, you know, he's, he's a really good player. I don't know if he would say that was his best game, but, uh, you know, I, th- I think the mistakes didn't help from, from from so many different places. And I think the most visible ones go right to the turnovers and the short fields. But, uh, you know, defensively, I think we... we we expect our defense to, to on a sudden change to play better defense than what we did and I think the two the two fumbles in, in the red in the red zone air short field turned into touchdowns, which you know, we'd like to hold in the field goals if we could and and then the short field and going on the fourth down turned into a field goal. So seventeen points off of short fields and I think our defense is better than that. So it's a team game. We we know that we can play complimentary football with all three phases. We made a mistake in all three phases, and that falls on me as a coach to make sure that we um, play better, practice better, and prepare better. And, um, but I, I, I can't fault the players for their effort and their energy. Um, I need to do a better job and make sure that we put them in a spot to have more success with all three phases.
1: In Kalani, uh, after a game where ball security was an issue, uh, does that become even uh, a bigger focus this week in practice for how you guys prepare?
0: Yeah, it's something that we preach over and over and over and over again. So I, I don't know that we can emphasize it more than what we've been emphasizing it. It's something that we talk about consistently. I mean, you, you can't go uh, a day here, a practice, or even five minutes without hearing about it. And we, we we criticize even our our defensive players when they get the ball in their hands about ball security. It, it's something that we really, really, um, it's part of our identity, we really focus on. Um, mistakes happen, they do, and, and um, I think you know, looking at, at, at what happened with those fumbles, still believe in those guys. It's it's kind of like a uh, an exception, but those hurt, and and uh, that's that's something that we need to we need to keep uh, emphasizing. But I, I don't know if we need to do anything special for those guys to get better. They've they've taken taken care of the football for most of their careers, and so um, you know, let's just learn from it and make make sure we can do it better. And, and I. I've said it before. You can never ever tell me. You'll never hear me say there's too much ball security, and I'd, I'd like to have our our players uh, make it hard for me to, to, to say that because I you, you'll just, just you'll just never hear me say a few things as a football coach that uh, too much effort and, and too much too much ball security. So.
1: And when you see Baylor offensively on film, maybe what similarities are are you seeing from them that. Remind you of the offenses you guys fielded when Grimes was here?
0: Yeah, a lot of similarities. I mean, it's 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 we, we know a lot of <laughs> a lot of the stuff that they're doing, and Grimes doing a great job as far as their execution. I mean, the the fact that their quarterback hasn't thrown the, an interception all season long is a good sign that they're taking care of the football and doing it the right way. Um, they're physical up front. Uh, very very similar. We were familiar with what they're doing offensively, their identity offensively, and. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good matchup for us, and um, you know, we're just looking forward to that game.